Hi everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow hosts, the amazing and spectacular Mr. Twin Guns Rook. What is up, everybody? We got a good show for you today, some interesting information, so let's get to it. Bang, bang. And we are joined, as always, by the overachiever himself, Archon. Overachiever, I found an island. I'm and I, I saw your notes, man. A little bit. You're, you're always overachieving something. And our new show is up, guys. Raw and Nerdy. It is up on all major podcast platforms. You can check it out. It's about all things nerdy from TV, movies, books, video games, board games, tabletop games, the works. We nerd out for over an hour for you guys. And our next episode, this coming Monday, we have Monday, a special yep. guest. She's pretty awesome. Regular listener on our shows. We can't wait to have her on and you guys will just have to listen and find out who that is that'll be coming yeah, just, out next monday just keep in mind starfield raw on fridays raw and nerdy on mondays see we got you guys covered you get your yep. full nerdiness in start and end your days with raw podcasts and we got a special contest we're going to be launching after this ep- when you guys hear this episode so friday we'll talk about that later in the episode uh, but first, we'd also like to ask that you guys remember to review and give us those five-star reviews on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you can put reviews and ratings. We really appreciate it. It helps us a ton. And join the Discord. Come talk to us. We're yeah. there every single day talking with all of you. All things nerdy, all things Starfield, everything you could possibly want. Just join the Discord. And a heads up, you're going to want to join the Discord if you're going to do the contest. Yep, also <laughs> yep. correct. Discord.gg forward slash Rob Podcasts. Join us. All right, guys, so we have some things in the news. And um, I'm going to bring up this one because it's near and dear to me. Mr. Pete Hines is retiring from Bethesda. He's sad, been sad day. He's been the, the figurehead and the front man for Bethesda for many, many, many years. I've had the honor and privilege of interviewing him once and talking to him for a few hours outside of this official show business the guy is great i even had a couple of um beers with him once he is a uh, top notch and maybe if we're lucky we can get him on the show before <laughs> he yeah come on pete we want you on this show for a little bit say goodbye to all your fans so you can go enjoy Heck your yeah. retirement in peace how cool would it be if he says we were his number one Starfield podcast? That'd be great. <laughs> oh, we are. I just have to keep that in my mind. Just because you're retiring doesn't mean you can't still listen to the podcast and keep up with what's going on. Oh, I don't think he will. It, but that has been ingrained in his life for many, many years. So we want to say farewell, Mr. Hines, and uh, enjoy your retirement, sir. It's well earned. Very well earned. Very, very well earned. And All also right. in Bethesda news, uh, Will Shen, who is the lead quest designer, or was the lead quest designer for uh, Starfield, he is also leaving Bethesda, um, not retiring, just going on to different projects, it looks like. He has um, served on Skyrim, Fallout 4, Starfield, um, but he's moving on to Something Wicked Games so that he could work on an open world RPG called Weird Song. I've heard of, heard of that. one. I have not heard of that one yet. Neither have I. But then again, it's been I in development for years, and I thought it was never going to get released. Oh, is it another Pantheon? 
Um, One of those mythical unicorns yeah. that they talk about, but yep. never actually happens. Oh, look at these or, screenshots, and that's it. Or is it another? Or is it another Star Citizen where they're going to actually release it in open alpha and just never come out of alpha? Yeah. Or we'll is talk- it another Starfield where it'll just be talked about for ten years before it finally comes out and then everybody loves it? <laughs> Who knows? Right. <laughs> we'll talk about that more on on raw and nerdy, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But right now we're talking about our Starfield stuff. All right, guys. Yeah. So I do have a side mission of the week I want to bring up, and it's one that I personally have not done. I have been wanting to do, but I constantly forget about it every time. It looks like an absolute blast. The rewards are fantastic. I and did I it. got it. Huh? You did it? I did it. At least one of us did. See what I remember I said overachiever? Oh, sorry. No, he's just I mean, I didn't do it. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's overdesigned. I'm a I'm a shipbuilder. What are you talking about? <laughs> so basically what it is, it's called overdesigned, yeah. And um it's one of the best elements of Starfield is ability to, to design custom ships, which I it's one of my favorite things by far. And the side quest, over design, it takes complete advantage of this gameplay mechanic and allows players to create a Kepler-type ship as a member of the R&D team of Stroud Eklund. You know, following the completion of the side quest, depending upon the player's decisions, because there's, like, multiple things, you got multiple routes you can take, apparently, the player will either be rewarded with the Kepler-R ship or the Kepler-S ship, as well as 200 XP and 8,500 credits. So it's one of those side missions where you get a ship out of it. You cannot yeah. get this quest until after you've done Walter's like main story quest, though. No sudden moves. Yep. Once you do that one, then you talk to him again, and he'll send you back to his uh, Stroud Eklund, and you get to be basically what Widget said. You get to be part of the R&D team, and you get to design your own ship. It's pretty and, fun. And from what I understand, the Kepler uh, S, which one's the big one? No, R. Or is the S? I think the S is the big one. Yeah, the S is the big one, and outside of the Freestar Collective ship, it's supposed to be the best uh, reward ship you can get. Which is pretty awesome. It's it's a pretty decent ship, I'm not going to lie. Hey, it's worth credits. Heck yeah. But it's (laughs) It's also a really good ship. It's got a lot of storage on it, and it's, it's pretty solid. I've heard Walter telling me, like, hey, can I talk to you about something after I got done with that mission? This is the mission in Neon. And I never went back and talked to him. And you're like, no, yeah, you're very I, unapproachable and nobody really likes you in Constellation. You're I wanted, just the bankroll. I wanted to bring, I wanted to put this side mission here for one big, big purpose I want to talk to you guys about. And that is the fact about the side quests in Starfield that a lot of people don't do because they're not a part of the main missions, whether it be mm-hmm. the factions or the main mission. People don't think, oh, it's not worth my time. But honestly, there are many, many, many side quests in this game. Oh, yeah. Some of them ultra rare to get. That you have to go to distant far planets and the level 75 planets to even find them. And they give you amazing rewards. Not just there's that, not- but the stories are phenomenal. There's yeah. That's why you need to do the activities when you get them. Because I found a couple of awesome quests just from doing those activities and going to talk to the people yeah, that are I've been guilty of not doing that. Yeah, I, I did on my first playthrough on my main character. I've been trying to find like little side quests and do these and, and, and different random things because like you can only do the main story quest so many times before it starts getting boring. So the, why not do the side stuff? Because the side stuff is where a lot of the fun of the game is. Yeah. 
So people are saying, it's oh, just, I went through the game in 20 hours and now I'm bored. Well, what did you do? Yeah, yeah. it's like Skyrim, and f- uh, Skyrim mostly, um, somewhat Fallout, but mostly Skyrim in uh, the Elder Scrolls series where most of the game's fun is in all these side quests and not the main story. Wait, is it mostly Skyrim? Well, I'm, just mostly. I'm just messing with you because you well, said that about also about Skyrim, which main story? Yeah. Uh, well, there is one main story there that arcs one main, in multiple yes. different directions during the main story. But this has Skyrim had so many side quests that actually made filled a lot of the lore. And that's the same with Starfield. There are so many side quests. You get to see the stuff I was complaining about that I didn't see until I started doing these activities. Like the animosity between the UC and the Freestar Collective. That is there. Yeah, it's, it's actually there. in the side quests. I started More a new so, challenge character today, actually, that I'm going to be talking about a little bit later. But I'm gonna. One of my big goals is to hit up all these activities in that activities list and get those. Get it nothing before I go to a new game. Yeah, that's why I that's haven't so cool. finished my challenge character. Y'all finish y'all's before mine, and that's because I've been doing all these side quests and everything, and not doing the main quests. There's actually, I, I actually talked to Rook about this one time. It would actually, I, I, I'm tempted. I haven't done it yet, but I am tempted. There is a console command that you can do, like where you create a character and you put it a console command and it gives you every quest in the game. And then just go down the list and just experience every quest. Some of them you may never find. I won't do just console commands. I, I, I haven't. To me, I'm just, yeah, I, I want to find them. I'm curious because, like, there could... I'm I'm 100% positive I could play this game through 50 times and I, there's quests I'm not going to find. I'll never get to experience them, so... Well, then my 50th playthrough, I'll be able to find a quest I haven't done and be all excited. Yeah, well, um, that's well, see, true. That's see, true. Um, like the quest that's on that one... Uh, the one with the uh, clones. Unless you explored almost every planet, you wouldn't have ever found that one. Yeah. I found a. I was on like a level seventy-five planet, messing around, killing things, getting better weapons and stuff. And I came across like a little mining settlement on one of them that had a quest. And I was like, "Huh, okay, there's a quest out here. Wonder what this is." Mm-hmm. Haven't yeah. done it yet. I have almost I eight days of playtime, and I'm still finding a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I got a feeling it's going to be that way until they release the first, or until they get closer to releasing the first expansion. Oh, I'm sure I'll probably get into, like, the third and fourth expansion and be, like, come across the quest, like, hey, this has been here the whole time, and I've never found it. Yeah, we don't know what's going to be in the first expansion. I this new quest I found. Yeah, I played that in the very beginning. Yeah, I found that in, like, hour 10. What, what were you doing? <laughs> what? You mean you can blow up asteroids? So huh? you guys always do that to me, so it'd be my turn to get some revenge. No, 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 no. Let's be honest. We're, me, I've done that to both of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get you back. Yeah, or, or, I'm sure. Or the cool stuff that he, uh, all the things Arcom find out, found out, and me and uh, Widget are like, yeah, we already found these. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Like when I talk about my island, I'm gonna be, all, I'm all excited about my island because a couple, I know some people have found it, but you guys have probably already found it too, and you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's old news. I found that like the first planet I went to. <laughs> well, let's get into our place and see what, see what's up. Let's do it. Who, well, who wants to so, you know, start? <laughs> now, how about so, I start for the first time ever? 
you're the, you're the producer. You don't need to start. <laughs> yeah, okay, go ahead, buddy. Go for it, man. I got you. All right. So everybody knows I'm my challenge character. I have been only playing my challenge character because of the that weird New Atlantis bug after um, going to the den in the wolf system. Ooh, so I have a fix been, for your bug. All right. Let's talk about that after I get done talking about this. Go for it. <laughs> um, I started a new... I, I've been running with Sam Coe and trying to romance Sam Coe with my bounty hunter. Uh, she started the UC Vanguard quest. During that hall of history, whatever they call it in game, she sits there and, or he sits there and has something to say on nearly every section you go to. And the only one he says something positive about is the armistice fault. See, I was really <laughs> curious about that because when I went through that, I was wondering if you got different companions, what they would say about it. Like, I'm, Sarah, so I'm I, sure Sarah would be like, oh, this is all correct and awesome. Yet Sam, being Freestar, I, I was wondering about that, actually. And, and it's exactly that because I went through my first playthrough with my main character. I went through with Sarah. That's what I meant. And yeah. it actually, she was had positive things about it and Sam was the opposite side. Which is funny because my main character is a Feastar Collector person married to Sarah, and my bounty hunter is a UC settler romancing Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if you take Barrett through it, what he'd be like, if how many jokes he would crack in the middle of it. I do, I do. That is a plan of mine is to run through with every companion, so multiple pay- playthroughs, obviously. Um, yeah, but let me know how that first, goes. I'm starting with Sam. I'll, I will. Um, so I found that interesting. No, it, that's very interesting. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's the, it shows the level of detail they put into the game on the different aspects of the different companions you get. Yeah, I found that if you join the UC and Andresia's your your uh, companion, she does not like it at all. She nope. gets real mad. Oh, so does Sam. And I found out that if you go the route of using the um, animals to fight the Terramorphs and not the nanobots, everyone in Constellation hates you. Oh. I, ha- I haven't done that one yet. <laughs> yeah, I never tried that. They don't hate oh, you. Actually, they just don't like the fact that you did that and they argue with you. Every one of them argues with you about it. However, if you join the Crimson Fleet, they all hate you. Um, <laughs> Actually, I use the animals. I don't remember them getting pissed. Are you talking about that final fight against the final Terramorph? No, when you make the final decision at the... At the um, Oh, the group, yeah. And whether okay. to use the nanos to get rid of the terramorphs or to use the animals. I chose the animals. I don't remember which one I chose my first run through uh, with my main character. I uh, I think it was the animals. I don't think I chose the nanobots because the nanobots were too uh, worrisome to my character. He's yeah. very anti-control. So... Uh, <laughs> But Man, everyone in Constellation had to give me a talking to about it. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's the way it has to go. A-holes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I built my new ship. Uh, it looked pretty cool before, but now it literally looks like a flying F-14 in space. But it was made in a comment in our Discord that so many people are trying to build fighter-looking ships that... I want to build a good cruiser or battleship, and I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do that. Oh, I like doing my own custom designs. I kind of want to try and build a ship that doesn't look like a ship. 
Yeah. Well, you want to build that big, weird thing that has no center that that one dude built? Build like a space (laughs) turtle. I, my fighter ship on my main, the Jolly Roger, you ever see those cartoons where they pull out their guns and there's like, they pull out 15 different guns and aim them at them like they're going to just demolish them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the mask, sorry, the mask. The mask. And that's the idea I went into when I made the Jolly Roger. You look at it head on, it looks like someone just popped out a whole <laughs> bunch of freaking weapons and pointed it right at you. See, when I say battleship, though, I'm not talking about like... Star Wars or something like that. I'm talking about space battleship Yamato or taking the USS Iowa and putting it in space. I want turrets that shoot in both directions. Do it. <laughs> what about like a what, what about like a, a ship that looks like a ship, like like a ship you would see on the ocean? <laughs> hey, check fun. out check out the anime space battleship Yamato. That's exactly what it is. That'd be kind of cool. I wanted to do that with my challenge character. I just didn't have enough money to do so. That's my problem is I don't have enough money right now to build my ship any bigger than it currently is. <laughs> so there, there's requirements for like length and width. Is there a requirement like you can't go too high? Uh, there you can't. There's a I don't know if there's a limit of going too high, but there is a uh, module count limit. Uh, you know, you put so many pieces on the ship. So man, I saw somebody make like a transformer. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, if you actually time. look at the. That picture of that big, weird ship that the person built that has no center, so the enemy can't hit it. Yeah. Uh, that is huge. In you guys keep in mind, though, a lot of these ships that you see online that they're building, these crazy ones, are built with mods. That's why when I'm looking for inspiration of my ship builds on the Reddit, uh, the subreddit ship builds, I actually look for the ones that are tagged vanilla ship build. Yeah. Uh, the most of them, all they do is that drop-down glitch that merges two pieces together to make it look more seamless. They yeah. don't. It doesn't use. They don't use any mods on those vanilla ones. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I've seen people. That, apparently, there's like a glitch out there you can use to where you can attach modules that shouldn't be able to attach in places to make them like look smoother. There's one that will that, give you that's no a limit. Drop-down glitch. I'm there's not one, using any yeah. mods for that or mods. I'm just talking about straight up. It's a glitch where you build. Two uh, two halves or something together. You put what you want to drop into a certain spot where it's not supposed to fit, and then you just do the drop the right way, and it'll drop and say it's there and it's actually mounted, so it's not a missing an unconnected module. There's a mod that gets rid of the restrictions in yeah. shipbuilding. Yeah, I've seen that. But I don't use any mods, so. Oh, I can't wait until next year when they actually release the creator content, the creator pack. The amount of stuff we're going to get is like new expansions. It's going to be my my question awesome. is is will the will the creator pack using anything from that affect the achievements? Um, like it's, it's what, using like mods. It is it I mean, you're building mods? So I'm sure it will. by the time that comes out, you'll probably have your achievements maxed anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait um, for it. I'm actually thinking about getting into the creator pack and seeing what I can build with it. See like, what oh, I can yeah. design. I want to build. I wanted to see if I can design a planet, space station. I've done and I've done environmental environmental designing and stuff like that in video games before. And one of them was Uth, a game called Uthros that never got released. It got canceled by Wizards of the Coast. But I was the lead environmental designer, so I was actually building landscapes with it. So I know how to do that. I know how to layer it and all that good stuff. How to do the texture mapping. I think it should. I think it'd be a lot of fun doing um, like a, a raw planet. So here's my issue with Starfield's world so far. And it's not against any of the worlds you haven't explored. 
it's one of those where we talked last time where I wish we could actually build a settlement and actually start building a true settlement and not these outposts. Um, but I've noticed this game takes place 200 years, 300 years in the future. All the planets that are settled have one major uh, settlement on them and not a lot of different smaller ones. Oh my gosh, so you that's an idea. one thing. That's one thing I wish they could allow us to build settlements so we can expand the uh, colonization of the planets. 100 bucks says we could build a mod that will allow you to do that. Oh, there's probably a mod that allows us to do that. <laughs> yeah, and I think I know how to do it. If I get someone who's better at programming than me, I know how to do it, how to, how to write the right hooks in. Hopefully. Huh. Mm, that'd be fun. That'd be a good project. Oh, yeah. And it's something that'll expand the game and make people feel like base building is actually worth it than versus right now it's just a XP farm and money farm in some cases. I'm curious. Any of you guys listening who who planning on building mods or currently building mods for the game when the creator pack comes out, let us know what you're planning on doing. If you want to keep it quiet, that's fine. We won't say anything on the air. But if you do, we'll talk about it on the air. Uh, also, I wanted to say that I've seen a lot of comments about building ships with the weird auto-placing the door of doors and ladders that shipbuilding does. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things I've learned along the way is if you use a stack of companionways in your ship, it will avoid putting ladders in random spots and just make that stack one long ladder stack so you don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, but the sidekick, the downfall to that is you're going to be the picture of a safety pamphlet when you fall and break your leg. Been there, done that. <laughs> I've done that three times on my first ship on my uh, OSHA main standards. Character. Yeah, the, the first ship I had that was more than two levels on one shaft like that. Yeah, I think I broke my leg or disjointed or dislocated like three or four times. Oh, yeah. And another way some people I've seen get around it is I think you see their Nova Tech and Hope Tech, I believe, that makes these pieces that look like stru- structures, but they're actually walkways that go to another spot. It forces a door on either end of those walkways. It does not bypass that whatsoever. So you can use that to put doors where you want. And once you put doors in. Is that the bridge that I've been using on my cargo ship that it's like uh, the, is bi-level and you can um, have stairs that go down? Novatech and Hope Tech have connection points that look like they're structures. You know Novatech's wing-like structure, that uh, yeah. engine mount structure? There's one that actually looks like a solid square in the middle of it, and it's just a walkway is all it is, and it forces doors on either side of that. Okay. Uh, if it, so if you're trying to manage where your doors go between the, some halves, you can put one of those in, and it'll force the door there instead of in a random spot you didn't want it. They have tips, Nova man. Tech. Nova That's Tech, I believe, is the one that has it going left to right, uh, port to starboard. And I think Hope Tech is the one, I believe it's Hope Tech, has the one that goes for NAFT. We really need to do an episode where we go over all the different ship manufacturers and what they do and what the best parts are to get and stuff like that. Because I, I think we can nail it between the three well, of us. Next, next week, it won't be me helping out too much with that because I got to focus on the UC lore because next week I plan on dropping. No, it UC wouldn't be lore. next episode. It'd probably be at least episode 15. Yeah, because I got a, I got a lot of lore I got to catch up on. And yeah, yeah. So, guys, next we're week. doing another big lore episode with Rook next episode. So, stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah. And then, finally, my withdrawals got so bad, I got <laughs> pinched nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to make fun of my injury I have right now. 
Yeah, he's getting old. God, 39's so old. Oh. Yeah, I can't wait to hear for your birthday, man. We're yeah. going to have some fun. Might as well start picking out your uh, casket now because you're going to need it. Hey, they say you're only as young as you feel. And when I hit 30, started, stuff started breaking. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> stuff started breaking. And uh, yeah, I don't feel young anymore. <laughs> It's like, I got to put a beep in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The other star of the show. What do you got going on, man? Uh, Well, I'm still playing my main. Um, Haven't decided to do another challenge character yet, but uh, been leveling up the main. Got him up to new game plus five now. Just kind of been taking my time. And I was just wandering around and I ended up on the Mateo one system. Or Maheo. Maheo won. Maheo, yeah. And I was kind of looking around for resources and stuff like that, and I I saw this little island, and I'm like, I want to check this out. And on this island, there was a compound for a guy named Sonny DeFalco. It is Sonny DeFalco's island. He is a crime lord. <laughs> and when you go through this compound, you find it is insane it, it it's so cool for one and you find like contraband everywhere you find aurora everywhere um you'll even find sonny defalco in there um lying in his final resting place in his bed but like once you clear this place out like you can use it as now a um house. where was this at again it's just it's you know just the, for them on the maheo one system yeah, I see you yeah. writing it down. No, I'm not doing no such thing. But there's like there's a landing pad there. Um, when you go inside, like inside the estate, there's like a pool inside with like like an indoor pool. Like this house is awesome. Once you like clear it all out, like you can use it as your own little house if you want because it's got a landing pad and everything. So I don't know. I it was I thought it was really awesome. Like the house itself is absolutely gorgeous. It's got. The decorating is amazing. It's got like its own little like dance floor. I have not like seen that. this, and <laughs> so, honestly, I have not seen this. So actually, yeah, I, that's I haven't seen it either. Congratulations, what? you found something we haven't found. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 definitely like a a a, a contraband heaven. So if if you're uh, into that kind of stuff and you want to find a whole bunch of contraband and make a bunch of money off it, this is a good place to go because I found like 21 or 22 different pieces of contraband, not counting all the Aurora I found hmm. throughout the place. And uh, Very nice. Very yeah. nice indeed. It was it was a fun little find and it was it took me probably a good like half hour of going through it all to explore everything and might and take the Jolly Roger over there because it's it's fully set up for contraband smuggling for smuggling the contraband yeah other than that I don't know if you guys have noticed but I've found a few of these now and then it it got me looking online it, it put me down this little rabbit hole I keep finding silverware arranged in letters all over the place really like in random you'll open like a little random refrigerator and there'll be like m spelled with knives or i found an o in one place 
And I'm, I'm pretty not... sure I found like an E somewhere, and 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 I found different letters, and I'm almost wondering if there if this is like some type of like Easter egg or hidden secret or something, or it leads to something that nobody's found. And okay, like, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist over here. Web developers will be like, oh yeah, this game's been out for like 10 years and there's still one secret nobody's found. I wonder if this... Oh, I'm sure there was quite a few secrets in this game still. Uh, yeah. There's there's a, a, a place you can put pictures of this stuff inside of our Discord. Take pictures of it. I've been seeing... A, I haven't seen the... F- the, the silverware. I've seen a lot of the stuffed animals put in weird positions, like tea parties or stabbing one in the back. I saw one laying down with uh, the other one holding a knife in its hand. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just for fun. Oh, that is just for fun. But I have a feeling, like, these random letters gotta be for like something. Like that, um, that uh, toilet scene I found where someone was moisturizing. <laughs> And oh, they came with, um, issues on the toilet. Yep. Yeah, that's what they were doing. They were moisturizing something. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of this PG-rated show, they were moisturizing and blowing their nose. Yes, while uh, reading a book. While reading a book. <laughs> reading a book. Um, so basically, like with this character, I think I'm gonna try and max out everything. See if I can get to the point where all my skills are maxed out, because that would be kind of cool. That's gonna be level three hundred and something. I mean, so if you I mean, go to that, pretty, <laughs> if you go to bezel three and make a whole bunch 40. of frames, you can get there. I'm already to level 130 or 140 something. So. This is, that's how he got to that point. I'm I not gonna lie, not I did it for a couple any, times on my characters to get extra I, skill points. I haven't done any of those exploits of the system. To uh, it's not an exploit. It's, it's not a part of this. It's a it's a part of the um, outposts. Yeah, but I haven't done any of those. I call it an exploit because you're taking advantage of a system that was put in place. <laughs> <laughs> how dare us. Like, how dare you kill too many things for XP? How dare you drink that Pepsi hey, that was put in the fridge to get cold? I am doing <laughs> so well getting XP from pistol fighting everything. I'm, that is so hard to do. <laughs> I'm rifle fighting things. They just happen to keep respawning because I made it that way. <laughs> so... um. So, as far as what I was telling you earlier, Rook, this is the last point I was going to make. I found out that if you're having problems with losing data or clipping in your screens and things like that, a lot of people in different Reddit chats and stuff like that have compiled a lot of data and found that if you clear a lot of your old saved data caches out, it fixes it. Nine yeah. times especially, of- especially if you're nine days played into the game and have 76,000 save files. See, I don't have that. I keep mine down to like four or five max per character. Yeah, I've already ran into all your auto saves and stuff. Yeah. I auto delete saves. them. I keep it down to four or five saves per character. Hmm. You got your auto save. You might ha- I might have one or two auto saves. I have the exit save and a normal save. And you're still having that issue? Yeah, it's a weird bug that it's only it happened once on this uh, my challenge character where I left uh, the den, went back into my ship. And when I went into my ship, I was suddenly on New Atlantis launch pad. Um, I restarted my challenge character once I realized that was a major bug and it hasn't happened since. But I didn't restart it instantly with my uh character 
because uh, my main character, because I was seeing if it was a bug or if I was seeing something. So I left the ship. And when I left the ship, I was on New Atlantis and that whole section of ground was missing between uh, where they do the scan for the bounties on you when you enter the town. So I delete stuff all the time. It's just it's not I don't know what that bug is and I can't find anybody else has had that bug. All righty. Yeah, I've just seen a lot of people talk about having clipping issues and issues where like half the ground is missing in New Atlantis and stuff like that, kind of like you were talking about. And they said mm-hmm. that they went through and deleted a lot of saves, a lot of old saves, and it was it fixed it. I'll, I'll double check problem. and try it. Maybe that's your problem. Maybe you don't have saves to delete to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be crappy. <laughs> But that's uh, that that that's all I have for for this week for my playthrough. So now, Widget, I know you've been super excited to talk about yours. What you got, got man? Not really, but I'm I'm, I'm at a, it. Let's do it. I got to laugh at you at one point. So when you get yeah, that, I know, I know you haven't seen Asia before. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised too. Well, I haven't. All right, and it was just random to me. I worked on finishing up my challenge character, and it is over. He is in the new game plus. And I think I failed the challenge, to be honest, because I was not as mean as I should have been in certain situations. And I, like I said in previous episodes, I got married to Sarah, so that obviously I did something wrong. Um, but there was this one point where I was getting every power before I went to the new game, just in case I want to play him again later on. And I... Uh, let's see. Let me see what I'm get this point here. Um, okay, so this is what threw me off. When it said optional, get acquire a ship at with at least twenty eight light year jump capability. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have never seen that before. I've oh. had a ship with a thirty light year jump ability. Well, and that's yeah, great. But I'm saying it required it, and that's the first time yeah. I've had it when it's in doing anything with the main story. It should. Uh, it, it always it does actually, that for the last one. It always book. tells you that's you need to a get 24 that. light year requirement. No, it's 28. It. Mm-hmm. You're arguing with me. You'll see. Because um, I did that. I did that ship. When they said get 24 light year, I built my ship for 24 light year. It went away. Then it came up with another one saying 28 light year. So I think the placement of these planets might be a little bit random because I got the I 28 think so light too. year one. Because it, it sent me all the way to Archimedes, which is a level 75 yeah. system on the so, other side of the known universe. What I what I have noticed with New Game Plus playthroughs and stuff is when you actually go to that buried uh, temple, it's not in the same location every time, I don't think. The buried because temple it sent it is. Me to, are you sure? Because every mm-hmm. time I went to that one, it sent me to two different systems. It's the same, same planet. Because they mentioned okay. it in the story that they go to the same planet every time. Okay, I couldn't remember. I could have sworn it was in two different locations. But no, I think some of the stuff where they make you jump to for the long jump range is different because mine's always... My, my first one on my main character was the 28 light years, and then my third, my second new game plus on my main character is 28. It's at that yeah, point but- where you... Um, we are trying to get the last two artifacts before you go... And uh, go to the final showdown, or you go meet up with um, the two right. a holes. Um, Mine's and it, always been twenty eight every single time. I think those last two yeah. are actually randomly placed, though. So maybe I just got lucky. 
Well, I was doing the powers after I had already f- built the ar- armorillery. I had already built it and then put it offline to get the last powers. And that's when it mm-hmm. sent me off to that freakishly far planet. Yeah. But I, I was able to, with 50k credits is all I had. So I was a- managed to do it with only 30k. I built, I put a, a juiced up jump drive in there. And then I just started stripping things down. Took off two cargo really made it sleek and slender and I was able to get it to 30 year jump and it still felt like it was taking me a lot longer to get to places than before. I got to do more consequential jumps than before, but well, if you actually, if you actually look when you're doing the jumps and you look at how it plots some of these routes, it's like, why based on the map, if I go, I could based on the map, I should be able to go from here to here and not go to like these three other star systems, then go to that one. Yeah, and it keeps on having me yeah. wanting me to jump into the um, Crimson Fleet system, you know, where you get destroyed on site as soon as you jump into oh, it. Oh, my bounty, my bounty hunter jumped into that system and destroyed all their ships because of a technique. Remember, thrusters are your friends, and if you hold the sh- uh, on mouse keyboard, if you hold the shift button down, you can flip your ship around while still going the direction you're going and shoot them while you're running away from them. And man, heavy weapon ammo is expensive, especially the 50 cal heavy ammo. The heavy ammo I use for my big gun, that thing cost me. I went and got like 1,400 rounds, and it cost me almost 100k. I spent a lot of money on ammo too. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And then, but I mean, I I completely walked through that on hard and destroyed everything, but it cost me a pretty penny. Either, either the first big patch or the first expansion, they need to add in a crafting station where you can make your own ammo. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have to. It's just... Ammo's the one thing in this game that's just like... Ugh. I am really surprised they didn't add that at the beginning. Fallout 4 had that at the beginning. Probably something to do with the economy, trying to stabilize Maybe the economy. Maybe they just overlooked it. It's possible. I mean... Not likely. I'm sure they had their reasons for it, but I don't like it. I mean, yeah. it, it's just... Some particular ammo is just really hard to get your hands on. Oh, yeah. And it would be much better if you could just make it. This is what I, that they were talking about earlier, about, oh, they both saw it. I ran into... On my way back, I was jumping through, and I was stopped in the, the Hyla system, and then I heard a ship, an Irish man singing a sea shanty, in the middle of nowhere, on the ship called the Valentine. So first time I've actually came across him. I have no idea how you came across that one time and almost nine days of gameplay. It's the randomness I, of it, man. I have eight day. I have almost more time than you playing, and I have touched that thing. Oh my god! I've seen him in like fifteen different systems, but he does change up his songs too. I've been I've been on Discord with Rook at least three different times while he's found it. <laughs> well, I have like, oh, the Valentine again. Thus, the randomness <laughs> nature of this game. I had this is the first time I ran I've run across him. That that that's just I just find it weird. This is the first time you ran across him with how long you've played. What can I say <laughs> I'm not the designer? <laughs> I mean, I've played quite a while, and this is the first time I've ran across the that sweet island with the sweet mansion on it. So I've done a lot of exploring. I thought I explored the Mah- uh, Maheo system, but I guess not. <laughs> 
I, you may have. You just didn't go to that it, island. Oh, yeah. Probably didn't pay attention and just scanned the planet and left. Yeah, just yeah, got the creatures, got the plants possible. and left. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a new personal challenge. So I made a um, politician character a little while ago, a while back actually, and I thought about it and I wanted to do this little personal personal challenge, okay? Now you guys that are listening can join in on this if you want, it's up to you, but I'm going to have fun with it. So it, it's my diplomat. And I'm going to be doing a lot of building his, his stats into the social. I really want to experiment with the social tree and see what I can do with it. And I want him to be completely focused on money and whatever means necessary to make that money and influence. So, yeah, he's my politician. And he's not a pacifist. He's going to be in combat. And I'm going to kind of focus on him with, like, the, the gentleman's weapons. So, lasers and particle beam. Because I really haven't played with those too much. Explain uh, explain to me how particle beams and laser weapons are gentlemen's weapons. Because they're the modern yeah, think, like, fancy stuff. They don't go boom. Gentlemen's weapons would be, like... Pistols. Nah. He likes firepower. And rapiers and... He likes firepower, man. And yeah, I'm going to go melee. If you're going to do a gentleman's weapons, then build a boxer. If you're going to do a politician, build a boxer. He's not a gentleman from the 16th century. He's he's a modern gentleman from the future. So it's lasers. <laughs> but the big thing about this challenge is I am not going to go into New Game Plus until I have acquired a very minimum of a small amount of 5 million credits. That includes my ship values. That's like 20 minutes of playtime. No. To no, you. No, no. <laughs> I think you should have fifty mil- or 5 million in the bank, not counting your ship value. Well, he likes his luxuries, okay? He's going to have a nice, luxurious ship, maybe a fleet of them, and the value is going to be yeah. a lot less than what I spend into them anyway. Well, we all know that. That's stupid. <laughs> so I'm going to, and I'm going to take all the bribes I can. He's just going to be money-focused and power. Oh. And the oh, funny thing is, is that... He's going to hate you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's, he's, he's about persuasion and being like, he's got that politician... I'm wonderful in the front, and the background is all about money and power. Actually, belay my last. Uh, Stroud will love you. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So he already has points in persuasion, scavenging, and commerce and social. And he's, he's like, currently level four. And I've done, and I had to put a point into jetpack, and I had to put a point into um, lasers, basically. So I'm going to be using a lot of that social stuff, and that commerce is going to help me get a lot more for the bribes. And scavenging helps me to get extra credits when I go through and scavenge stuff. So there's a lot of things I can do that can make this interesting. Huh. Huh. That, that, that'll be very, very interesting. So that's she what I'm going to be doing. I got a caveat to that, sir. Yep. Uh, I, want, I, I think you should also try maxing out your social skill tree. Maxing it? Um, I accept. I won't do it on the first new game plus, but no, no, no. It's going to take multiple new games to to do it. Okay, I I accept, sir. This will be an interesting experiment to see how that social tree really works in the game. All right, guys. So we have a contest. What it is is we are going to be doing a ship building contest for a. We want to see your best fully functional cargo ship. 
It has, you have two weeks to do this. So we're giving you time to build up the credits enough to build what you want to build. No mods allowed. If you, we find out or see that you have used a mod at all, you will be disqualified from this competition. No mods. We want all submissions to be submitted to a special channel where we have created as of today, Friday, on our, um, our Discord, discord.gg forward slash raw podcasts. We want to see a minimum of three pictures. One picture has to show your entire all your, your ship stats on the left-hand side. So when you go on the ship builder, it shows everything. We want to see that. It'll also tell us, show us if you've used mods or not. Easy way to tell. The minimum requirements for this ship. You have to have a minimum of 7,000 cargo space. And a minimum of 60 mobility. Yes, so, at a minimum. Because everybody who's built cargo ships knows that mobility tanks the more cargo containers you add. Weapons so. weapons will give you a bonus. If it can protect itself, awesome. But not fully required. So the requirements are the 7K mo- um, cargo space and the 60 mobility. And uh, for those of you who are asking why we don't want to see a picture of the shipbuilding screen where it shows the stats on the bottom. Why we do want to see it. No, no, no. You want to oh. see the one on the left because the stats on the bottom are still in shipbuilder. So things yes, can change. Exactly. We want to see the one on the left because that means you've completed your ship and it's ready to go. All right. So we want to see a minimum of three pictures from different angles and a maximum of five so that we don't get our, our channel flooded with pictures. And we want only one submission per player. Yep, and so we want sure, If you're going to make multiples, make sure you pick your best one to submit because we are looking for the coolest. We will be um, announcing the winner on episode 15. And the prize, eh, for what it's worth, is a signed copy of my book that I wrote. Book one, not book two. Book one. That's actually published. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's a real book. <laughs> I'm going to put in here that I want to make sure everybody realizes it is a custom ship of your design. You can take inspiration from other ships, but do not copy builds off of other websites or ship builders. Yeah, exactly. That could get you disqualified. Yeah, I do go to. Yes, I also spend a lot of time looking at different designs and stuff. So if you yeah. can just copy paste, I will know. <laughs> Obviously, the hosts are, are um, excluded from this. We're the mm-hmm. judges. I might do one for my own fun, yeah. but it won't be a part of the competition. So episode 15 will be the announcement. We will we will be judging it. Um, final judgment will occur on Wednesday, the 1st of November. And that's so our competition. So have your submissions in before that. Yep. Before we record on at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we're going to do our judgment and announce it. Right. I got I got an idea. I think we participate in the sense that we also build and let the Discord judge between our three ships just for fun. <laughs> Maybe we can do that. <laughs> uh, it would just be for bragging rights. Yeah. I, I, like I said, just for fun. We did get one email, and please feel free to write in with questions or anything about that or ask questions on the Discord. We'll be happy to answer. We have one message that came in through X from Minus Music, and I thought this was um, an interesting thing. He, he uh, told us about what he did with the sleep crate. He called it a sleep crate challenge, but yeah. When you go and buy the sleep crates, you get three of them for a thousand each, and what randomly you get. We asked you guys, what did you get? And he said... Uh, he said he got mostly credits, but also got his first ever contraband, harvested organs. 
He was Which he, is still better yeah. than what we got. <laughs> he went on to tell me that he had to go no and run over to um, get offload it before he was able to get off planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, harvested organs aren't exactly what you want to find in your sleep crate, but... <laughs> and that, know, that brings right? up a lot of questions. Yes. What was that person doing in the sleep crate? Now, is where, that where I, Jack the Ripper of Neon State? And why was Widget only able to get toilet paper? <laughs> right? <laughs> TP Bandit only got toilet paper. The game listens to that. all. The game listens to all. You haven't done Still it yet? Nothing. Nope. Uh, Archon, I come on, it, man. But I didn't get three. I only got two. I don't even... I, I haven't even found where to do it yet, so... It's a side mission, I know, that leads you to it. And um, one of the merchant side missions in Neon. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I, don't I remember haven't done exactly all the side which missions in Neon yet. I recommend doing them. You get some interesting stuff. It's very interesting. Like the recipe to make Aurora. I'm curious, though, in that sleep crate, did he have, like, a scalpel and blood in, in the shower and stuff like that? No, it's probably a really clean sleep crate, so that means a person did it meticulously cleaned up after himself, or Dexter moved in and knew how to bag everything up. So I was that way, say, was it clean. Dexter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anything else, guys, before we wrap up the show? Nah, just be looking forward to next week with my lore. Yep. And, and in two and weeks. In the meantime, check out Raw and Nerdy. Yes, yeah, every Monday, episode one is already out. So go download it. Let us know what you think, have a listen, and have fun. And as always, guys, you can reach this show um, through our email, starfieldraw at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to talk about, write us, write us and let us know. Sometimes we'll pick it and put it on the show and make a conversation out of it. You can follow us on X at starfieldraw. You can follow our main X, which is at podcastraw. Which also we give information about both shows, Raw and Nerdy and Starfield Raw. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Starfield Raw. Come in, say hi. And of course, our Discord, which is discord.gg forward slash raw podcasts. All right, guys, you can follow me individually on Twitter at the widget, W I G I T. You can follow me, Rook, at Rook213. And you can follow me, Archon, at TheArchon606. Keep on making those creds, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace out, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs>